Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of 30, Flirty, and Surviving. It is Tracy, of course, and I am so glad that you are here. Um, you guys can follow along with everything going on with the show on Instagram at 30, Flirty, Surviving, and you can stay tuned for new episodes each week on Mondays at 9 a.m., streaming on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, we are kind of moving away from putting the full episodes up on YouTube. We are going to keep it down to certain clips or segments that are really just like the the good juicy stuff and make it so that you guys can watch along for, for the really great parts of each episode. But there will still be stuff for you to view there and of course clips on Instagram as well. I am so excited after Hurley, not that I don't love you. You. But I think we've had enough bonding time as of late. So I'm really excited to have another guest with me in the studio today. If you are familiar at all with the local Boston influencer scene, you probably know her, you've seen her. If you also love TikTok, which you know I always say how much I do, she is probably your fashion expert popping up on your For You page (laughs) constantly with the best finds. And maybe you've even shopped some of her swimwear line. So without further ado, Miss Molly Curley, Molly Curley Farrow, I should say, right? Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Of course. So newly Miss Curly Farrow. Farrow, right? Farrow, yes. I am like changing my name, but I didn't realize how much work it is. <laughs> it's so much work and so much paperwork, so I like haven't right? gotten to it yet. And worst of all, you have to go to the DMV, don't you? I don't even, I don't even know. I think <laughs> you have so to like bad. go and get, you know, your license change and like yes. go in there and that whole thing. Yeah, It's probably. not just signing a piece yeah. of paper. And, and it's also it like so much nowadays. Like think about back in like our parents and our grandparents' times when like women didn't like do as much you know like now yes. it's like there's there's so much like it's my car true. insurance in my name all these like little things where I'm like I don't even know like what if I forget to change one and then like I didn't it doesn't know who I am that. like I'm like it's stressing me out so much because I'm like it's just so complicated oh my gosh and like I didn't think about either like auto pay if you have things set up yes. like you know sometimes I my billing address is different than my shipping address or like mailing yeah. address or whatever so if I forget to hit like not the same and fill it in yeah. it will you know my car will decline so like, I wonder if your name's not the same if it will be an issue <laughs> I have no idea I'm like Ooh. John's like when are you gonna change your name like do you not want to like I think he's like getting like a little offended by it and I'm like I love you but it's just so much work I'm like can you just do it for me um, <laughs> like please just yes. help me I feel like I need to hire someone to do it listen for, me. for all intents and purposes she's Molly Farrow but yes. you know it doesn't need to be official, okay? Yeah. In in due time. In it's due also time. like Molly Curly can be like, it's like my stage name. Exactly. You know? yeah, like, there we go. You yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How is married life? Fun? It's so Does good. Does it feel different? So that's something that I think is super interesting because a lot of people were telling me like, nothing's going to feel different. Like we lived together before we got married. Mm-hmm. We've been together for like eight years and everyone's like, it's going to be the same. Like it's literally just a piece of paper that changes. And I'm like, I feel like a lot changed. Like in our actual relationship, yeah. I feel like I made our relationship so much stronger. And I feel like we had such a strong relationship before, but it's just that like layer of it being like completely unbreakable now. Like it's just such a cool feeling that I feel like you can't 
describe until like you feel it, you know? That's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. I was gonna say beautiful. It's all the above. Uh. I, I feel like I imagine it's like a deeper connection, yeah. like sense of connection. You it know really what I mean? is. So yeah. It's like you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's so. it's really awesome. Like obviously we'd committed to each other before, but now it's mm-hmm. like to have it be like that real. It's just wow. it's it's a cool feeling. Oh, it's well, very I'm good. so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want everyone at home if you are not familiar for socials, it is at Molly J Curly. Yes. Also, which we're gonna get into in a little bit. I already sort of teased it. Her swimwear line, Molly J the Label, Correct. on Instagram as well. So we'll get into a little bit more about what that is. But I always like to start off a little bit with some just introductory questions. Yep. So if you don't mind playing a little long usually I ask relationship status check we cover that Mary, she, yes. she's spoken for okay <laughs> sorry guys your age just turned 28 okay this girl so normally when I have my guests come on I like to do a little quick phone call before just so it's like we're not completely strangers yeah. if we haven't known each other already just a little introductory chit chat and we scheduled a call for last week just to go over everything and just before I'm about to get on the phone with her, I see on Instagram that she's posting about her birthday and like the honor that I feel <laughs> that she would take a call with me on her birthday. Uh, Amazing work ethic. Love that about you. It was a Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe if it was like a Saturday, I wouldn't have, but like it was a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how do you feel about soon approaching 30? Honestly, like I'm excited about it. Yeah. And I think it's because everything just like keeps getting better with age. And I feel like, Amen. yeah, right. Like everyone talks about how scary it is. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm making more money. I'm becoming more successful. Like all these positive, good things where I'm like, why wouldn't I want to get older? And yes. why wouldn't I want to be able to like reach these goals and stuff? Like, I, that's the, that's right? the attitude to have. And yeah. you're aging like a fine wine. So oh, you have that you. as well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> where are you originally from or born and raised? So this is actually like kind of a complicated one. You probably thought this was going to be like a rapid fire question for me. So I've lived in 22 houses. Holy smoke. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> I, my dad is in, he owns a construction company. Okay. And for some reason, I think my parents just like really love stress and like really love to be stressed out because it was like every two years they'd be like, we're moving. And I'd be like, okay. Like moving, changing school districts, so, the whole nine yards. Um, a few times. Yeah. So I Dang. went to like two, two elementary schools, two middle schools, two high schools. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Like, but then one time, like one of the moves, we moved from like 39 Old Lancaster to 139 Old Lancaster. Same street, just a couple houses down. And I think that one was because the house that my dad was building for a family, the family saw our house that we were living in and they said they really liked our house. And my dad was like, do you want it? (laughs) And we moved. Like that was a very common occurrence in my my childhood. Giving the shirt off your back. Yeah, yeah, you want the roof over my head. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, but like again, I think it's because my parents like being stressed out. Like they like always having something to do. So like the constant moving was like really fun for them. I love that. So obviously you don't have to list them all, but generally speaking, like yes, I know. So in the Cape. No, so I actually grew up in Sudbury. Okay. So like that's where I'd consider like where I grew up, and then I we summered on the Cape. Um, but the Cape would be like the longest house I've ever lived in okay. because my parents, like they kept just like moving until they got closer to the water. So like the last three houses I've lived in on Cape Cod have been 
literally three streets apart from each other. Like wow. one of them we lived in for six months. Like, I mean, granted, my parents are very smart. Like they, they knew what they were doing. Right. But yeah, so I've lived in the, the Cape house we have now. That's the house we've lived in the longest. And my parents now live there full time. And my brother lives on the Cape full time. So oh, the, wow. the Cape is what feels like home. Yeah. But Sudbury is where like I early childhood years grew okay, up. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So soon your parents will be on the sand eventually, <laughs> one day. Yeah. Um, but you right now are living in Boston yourself, right? Yes, I do. I, okay. I love it. Good. I love that for you. Yes. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Gemini. Ooh, yeah. Mr. Hurley's a Gemini. Oh, yeah. love it. Two peas in a pod. <laughs> um, and then I always like to ask like one little fun random question as well. And today for you, it is what would your last meal be? I'm like a big Italian food mm. person. It's kind of like my main food group because I'm really picky. Like I don't really like seafood. I don't really like meat. Like I don't really like a lot. But like a good plate of like fettuccine Alfredo, like that is right up my alley. And like chef's kiss. Yes. And like a nice chocolate cake at the end. Chocolate cake from Smith and Walensky is literally like incredible. Have um, you ever had it? I've, well, I don't like chocolate, oh, but it's huge. Oh my god. So that good. I've never even heard of it, but I'm sure okay. they have another sort of bakery dish that Probably. I could mess with. Okay, I'll look into that. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay, so the reason why you're here, I want to talk a little bit about sort of your journey to getting where you are now, what is going on for you now, and then kind of what's coming up down the pipeline. Obviously, like we talked about, you have been an influencer in the Boston community with sharing a lot of facts fashion tips, styling tips. So talk about that first okay. and kind of how that got started for you and when, and then we'll move into where it got you. Okay. Sounds good. So I know I was explaining this to you, but I feel like I was kind of like late to the game with social media and Instagram. Now we're learning now with TikTok that you got to get on these platforms early if you want to grow. But so I can't remember when Instagram actually came out, but I know I got it when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, very against it at first. I was like, what am I going to post? Like, why would I just post a picture of myself? I was like, this is so weird. I was just, I don't know. I was, like, sketched out by it. I was like, this is strange. I don't want to put pictures of myself on the Internet. But I also grew up modeling, so it's like I had photos of myself. I don't know. It was just, like, a weird thing. And then I got it. Started posting on it, and the whole, I like, I guess, influencer part of it came about um, when I bought a bathing suit from a brand called Triangle. Bought we all a suit. remember Triangle. Yep, very big back in the day. And so, bought a suit, posted on Instagram, and the brand saw it, and then they reached out to me, and they were like, hey, can we, like, send you more suits? And if you post pictures, we'll repost them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, free stuff? Like, big brand posting my pictures. This is awesome. Yeah. And so did that a few times. And that was back when it was so easy to grow on Instagram too. So they'd post a photo of me and I'd grow like a thousand followers at once. It was crazy. And so that was kind of my first taste of like, okay, if you have followers, brands go to free stuff, social media, all this stuff. It was just like kind of eye opening. And then over time started working with more brands and that was where I kind of was like, okay, I'm spending all this time promoting other brands. Like, why don't I just start my own brand? Mm -hmm. And so it was really like the social media that kind of sparked my interest in starting my own brand. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I didn't start an Instagram account with like the intent of becoming yeah, an influencer. So that like wasn't the goal. You were just organic. I mean, I don't blame you. If I had your body, I would be <laughs> in nothing but a bikini. I like, but like you weren't trying to look for partnerships at the time. Like, no, it was just this is me. And I mean, you're a beach girl, like familiar with the cape. Like you were just in a bathing suit, and a brand saw you. And also, this was really before the time where like people could be full-time influencers yeah right so it also probably didn't occur to you at that first partnership or that first like deal of wow I could actually charge for this it was all that exchange for so long of just like here's some product take a photo call it even yeah I mean I don't even think like I don't even know if that existed like then, you know, yeah. like, I don't know if influencers were a thing. I mean, maybe it was like the very beginning of it because I feel like I remember like Helen Owen. I don't know if you know what that yes. is. Like, yeah. I feel like she was probably one of the first like really big girls for Triangle. Mm -hmm. So like maybe it was just starting out then. But I think it, it was never like a thought that crossed my mind. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like even even then when it first started, like I feel like you still had the mindset that, oh, you have to have millions and millions of followers mm -hmm. to ever turn this into like a business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. OK. So now you've been doing this for a little bit. You're getting comfortable. You learn the ropes and it dawns on you. Why am I not doing something of my own, creating something of my own instead of just continuously promoting these other brands. So you thought, I want to start my own company. Yeah. Insert Molly J, the label. And what is it for, for people at home if they're not familiar? Yeah, so it's a designer swimwear brand, and now we also have activewear. So uh, it's kind of just your your all-inclusive women's lifestyle brand. Yeah, and during the pandemic, you also had men's bathing yep. suits, men's swimwear, yep. and a little bit of loungewear. Yep. Is the activewear fully out now? or? Yeah, I actually just launched. So the like two-piece, the skirt and the top just mm -hmm. launched like a few days ago. And then the dresses just launched today. So Ooh. I haven't even like promoted that they're out yet. I literally just like sneaky, like put them on the website. And I'm like, if anyone notices. I like um, that. I have like content that I'm going to use to promote them. But yeah, I, ma I made them live today. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And why bathing suits? Because that was sort of your roots or? Yeah, I mean, I always knew I wanted to start my own business. That was always something I wanted to do and I think even with social media even though I was growing on there and I knew I could turn that into a business the thing with social media is like you don't control it and you don't own it so mm -hmm. it could be gone tomorrow you know like my account could get banned or it could get hacked and like then that whole piece of your income is gone so I feel like you the smart thing to do is create other avenues of income and create things that are yours and fully yours um, so starting a brand obviously was my way of doing that and swimwear because I just love the beach. I love the ocean. I had the experience with other swimwear brands. I saw how they were able to grow. Um, and also in my mind, I thought it was going to be the easiest because I was like, yeah. it's the most minimal amount of fabric, but definitely not true. It's very hard. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. I mean, what is it that they say? Like, you'll never be unemployed as long as you have multiple streams of income. Like, sure. it's always nice to have a couple different things going on. And yeah. like, one can be the priority or, you know, one can take precedence. But it's nice to be able to dabble yeah. in a little bit. And also, at that time, you could still lean on influencing and like doing those brand partnerships while getting that on the ground. 
what experience did you have with starting your own business though? Like where did you just say, it wasn't just a passion, like this is a whole production that has to go on. Were you intimidated? I don't know. I think sometimes, honestly, because I, I was 21 when I started it. So it's crazy. I think being young almost gives you an advantage because you almost have no fears. I think so about true. stuff that I did back when, like, I lived in New York for a few years and, like, things that I did that I just had, like, no fears at all that, like, now I'd be kind of scared. Yeah. And I'm like, so maybe being young and naive gives you kind of an advantage because you just go for it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I had no experience. Um, I did go to business school. So I had the business background, but I had no experience with starting my own company before. Both my parents are entrepreneurs, so mm-hmm. I did watch them my entire life own their own businesses, but my mom owns a recruiting firm and my dad owns a construction company. Right. So nothing in the fashion space. Okay. Um, but I mean, being a business owner is being a business owner. So of course, I was yeah. able to watch and learn from them my entire life. That was the example that I looked at my entire life. I never saw them working for anything, anyone else. But everything else, I basically just Googled and figured it out, figured it I out know. myself. I mean, I'm sure they can give you tips and tricks when it comes to the back end. But like for the manufacturing and production of your pieces, that's not their wheelhouse. So you yeah. really had to figure that piece all on your own. Where do you start? Literally Google. Google. Like Google. So just yeah. Googling, like, are you Googling materials, how sizing works. Literally like how to start a brand. Like every, <laughs> I think, cause think about it. Like I had, I had no one in my life that had ever started a brand before. Mm-hmm. I didn't, there was no one I could go ask. Mm-hmm. So I used the internet and that's like the beautiful thing about the yeah. age we live in right now is that we have everything accessible at our fingertips. Like yeah. there's no excuse for not being able to do something I think nowadays. Totally. Like you can figure it out. Um, when you get started for you personally and from your research and stuff, what it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Like yeah. do you start with the brand and it's like coming up with the the look and feel, the website domain, or do you start with inventory? I so I started with finding a manufacturer. That mm-hmm. was my number one thing because I wanted to have so like another part of the reason I started the brand was I felt there was like kind of a gap in the market for swimwear and for women's swimwear. Mm -hmm. I thought it was either, you know, Walmart, Target, Shein, like really kind of crappy quality and really low price point. Or it was like luxury brands like Frankie's and all these other brands that were not the best quality, but they were charging like 200, 250 plus for a suit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you can't find a bathing suit for like 100 bucks, 130. There just wasn't anything there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I want to start a brand of women's swimwear below the designer price point, but above their quality. So I wanted to find something that was super, super high quality. And so I went through like 16 manufacturers before I found the one that I have now. I got samples from so many places and... I went I went all over the place too. I went down to Miami. I visited factories down there. Like it was it was a process. You went to school in Miami, right? Or were you no, living actually, in Miami for a little bit or something? So I went to Bentley University okay. for college, but I was also I was modeling at the time. Got it. And I was signed with an agency down in Miami. So I would like spend my winters down there working and stuff. Nice. So that's why I was in Miami yeah. a lot. That is such an important gap that you have filled. And I think it is so honorable that work because bathing suits are very intimidating. Like the summer is, it's not 
the most exciting for a lot of for people. Sure. It's a vulnerable thing to go. Like, also, there's so many different things to think about. Like, you know, there's the bathing suit when I want to go tanning, but there's the bathing suit when I want to play volleyball and throw the football around or, you know, whatever. There's the bathing suit when I'm with my friends, when I'm with my family, when I'm at a pool party. Like, there's all yep. different styles. Absolutely. And it's so hard to find something in each of those categories that fit that you feel confident in and I think one of the biggest things is like sizing varies across every single company like you know what I mean like you can be a small somewhere and yeah. a medium somewhere and so I think that people just avoid it because they get yeah. nervous and they get scared and it's not the most I don't know like approachable thing for for a lot of women so I love that you're all about inclusivity and making the process easy and having it be something that is attainable and you know at, like I don't have to pay an arm and a leg to get a swimsuit that makes me feel good about myself and can you know be appropriate for whichever situation I'm in do you have in like product descriptions things like the coverage, you know, like, is this like cheeky? Is this a little bit more slim? Like, do you have things like that to kind of help people shop on what might suit them best? Absolutely. Yeah. I try to break my website down even into like, you can shop by style too. Love because that. like you said, like you got to have a suit for your, around your grandparents yes. and then like around your girlfriends, like definitely different styles yes. and also like age appropriate stuff and all these different things. And that what it was really important for me to have a size inclusive brand, but that was something that I learned along the way and in the beginning that that's actually very expensive to do and I didn't know that. And I think really? that's yeah, and which is like kind of crazy honestly. It's but it's like disappointing. Right? Like it's 2022 we yeah. should have that shouldn't be a thing anymore. Like, and I mean, I, I get it from a manufacturing standpoint, but yeah, it costs more money to have wow. more sizes because that means there's more patterns and more fabric and there's a lot more that goes into it. So when I first started my brand, it was just small, medium, large because I self-funded my company. I didn't have hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> to work with. And it was obviously something that bothered me that I couldn't do that, but mm -hmm. I had to like, you know, just get the ball rolling and right. get things out there. And now I'm able to offer extra small through 2XL. And like, I really, I would love to be able to ex expand even farther than that mm -hmm. because I know that's not, you know, that doesn't yeah. cover everyone in our, yeah. in our country and in the world. So I would love to go even farther than that. But yeah, it's definitely, it's a process to get to that point. That makes a lot of sense. That's interesting. It, like I said, it's sad that yeah. they shouldn't, you know, they, it's, I always like, I have celiac disease and I'm like, why do I have to pay more for bread yeah. that's 50% of the size? Yeah. Like, why am I being punished? I yeah. don't think that curvier women should have yeah. to be punished. Like, you notice that even shopping sometimes, mm -hmm. it costs more if you're buying a large or an extra large. Like, it will cost me, and it's all because of manufacturing. Yeah, I know. And it's it's so frustrating. And I, I think it's been really eye-opening for me and almost like not judging other companies too because, you know, you look at another company and you'd be like, oh, they're, they're only showing size small models. Why are they doing that? And you almost judge them for that. But then you're like, especially, I mean, I manufacture my own, so it's a different story. But for, you know, boutiques who are buying product, most of the time their samples they're getting are just a size small, you know, yeah. so they only have that to work with. And I think that's something that needs to change, you know, Absolutely. like companies need to be able to get a full size run before they do their shoots right. and stuff so they can show all the different options. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think we're, I think we're coming to the point in yeah. society where that's changing, but 
it's definitely so much on the manufacturing side that I never knew about before starting my own company. Well, I think talking about it is a good first step and it's necessary. But yeah, it's like nice to see, you know, influencers like Remy out there and like doing the realistic stuff, like try on hauls. Even celebrities like Lizzo, like it's promoting more and more of that and showing on, you know, behind the scenes, this is what I'm actually dealing with. And, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't get the luxury of just pulling something off the rack and having it fit me the way that the website tells me it's supposed to fit, you know? Yep. So I'm glad we're, we're talking about it. I'm glad we're putting it out there. Yeah. Generally speaking, how would you describe the style how, or, or even your personal style? You know, what are you trying to kind of convey from a look and feel standpoint in your in your swimwear? Yeah, so I, I wanted to create a line of swimwear that's like wearable, yeah. you know, that like you wear to the beach and isn't too like intricate or different. Like I wanted it to be different enough that my brand was set apart, but still wearable, yeah. you know? Because, you know, like we all care about tan lines. Yes. We all care about all these things. So it's like there's not that much you can do with swimwear to have it be wearable, mm-hmm. you know? So I started to do a lot with like different types of fabrics and different textures. Like a lot of my suits are made with textured fabrics and like, you know, different than just your yeah. standard ribbed fabric. They're just like very, very cool and unique fabrics. And I feel like that was my way to kind of be set apart a little bit. But yeah, it's basically just cute, trendy, like wearable yeah. swimsuits with yeah. like a, a classic, like nautical twist. Speaking of which, your logo is a compass, right? Yep. Where did that come from? Was that from sort of your roots in the cape or? Yeah, so you can probably see I have a necklace right on right now with a compass. So my parents for my 21st birthday had actually given me a necklace with a compass and they get like in the box with the necklace, it had like the message behind the compass and it means to navigate your own destiny. Mm-hmm. And it was all kind of right around the time where I was thinking about starting my brand. And I was like, okay, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, navigate your own destiny. I was like, that's what I'm doing pretty much, you know, like yeah. not going the normal route and not just getting like the normal nine to five. I was like, I'm doing something different and I'm, you know, creating my own path in life. And so that's why I loved the the meaning behind the compass. And then also it's just like a nautical. Right. It's, it's right. like nautical and cute. So, yeah, on the back of every swimsuit, there is a gold compass sewn on the back. I love that. That is so yeah. sweet because obviously I think one could correlate a compass with swimwear. Makes sense. But yeah. there is a more sentimental meaning behind yeah. it. And it's kind of sweet that it not only was sort of that sign to you, okay, I need to get started, but then it's also your little constant reminder along the way. Because I know business ownership isn't always easy. There are struggles. There are learning lessons. And speaking of which, I mean, you started off as e-com and you're all primarily e-com, but you did last year a pop-up shop and this year you're doing two pop-up shops. <laughs> so as a business owner, that's a new landscape to navigate with yep. your compass. <laughs> and I'm sure it has, you know, adds all these moving parts to your to-do list and things to manage. How has that been? I'm sure it's exciting, but like yeah. realistically speaking, how has that been? Exciting and crazy. Yeah. Like it's it's been amazing. Last summer, 
I had absolutely no idea what to expect. And it also happened very quickly. I had no plan last summer to have a pop-up store. Uh, which, really? Yeah, yeah, no, it was not. this was not a planned thing. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't have the desire to do it. I wasn't planning to do it. Nashville Commons is like the, like, local like shopping outdoor shopping pods on Cape Cod mm-hmm. and my mom goes to a spin class there like pretty much every day and this was like mid-June she drove in she saw that there was a space unleashed and she was like why don't you just call and like see if they'd let you do a pop-up because I I had talked to the leasing people there before but they said they only did um year-round leases okay. and it just like did, doesn't make sense for me to do that with like a swimwear brand like on Cape Cod it's just too slow in, yeah. in the winter um and so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll try. I mean, especially with COVID and stuff, like a lot of the shopping and retail places like were struggling. So I was like, oh, like maybe they will oh, let yeah. me. If yeah. it's just sitting there, six months is yeah. better than no months. So yep. So I ended up. Um, he agreed to meet with me. We met. We went and saw the space. It was a coffee shop before. Oh. And um, yeah. So he was like, okay, like if you want to do it, like you you can have it. And it was seven days to be able to when I like I signed the contract to when we opened. I had seven days. Did you do that to yourself? Kind of because (laughs) (laughs) because I made that rule. (laughs) Well, it's because I wanted to open for July first. Okay, okay. Because we were in mid June, so like if I you know Fourth of July week on Cape Cod is like the busiest week. So if Mm -hmm. I didn't open, then I'd be missing out on so much. So I basically, yeah, I had seven days. I also had was in my friend's wedding within those seven days. So it really wasn't even a full seven days. <laughs> um, so it was crazy. Thankfully, my dad is in construction. So he like knows how to do a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, like I said, it was a coffee shop. So so there was some like actual, you know, reconstruction that needed to go on and like remodeling. This wasn't so, just move in ready for you. It was not move in ready, but there wasn't enough time to do construction. Like there wasn't even there wasn't even enough time to paint the walls. Oh, my so God. like the walls are just as is. We painted like the counter because it was like this ugly rust color. So like we were able to get that painted. But so like on the uh, it's like a corner unit so there's mm-hmm. two the two sides are windows and there was like a little bar area you know bars on each side like yeah. you know what you'd see in your Starbucks or yeah, something yeah. and so this was this was actually my idea I'm clearly the daughter of a of a construction person you've learned a thing or but two so, over the years yeah so my dad and I went to Home Depot and bought these like uh metal pipes that uh-huh. like would go in your house and you can get metal piping that have like connectors that you can yeah. I'm having a hard time explaining this. Are you this. talking about like PVC pipes or like, like, like metal. actual metal? Like actual metal piping. Wow. So I got metal piping and I was able to like put them. I'm like using my hands right now. This is a podcast. So you can't see <laughs> well, me. When this part's so, on YouTube. Okay. I'm like <laughs> describing that it's like a like a rectangle. Like a U shape or a yeah. Yes. Okay. Like two sides and then one connecting. So okay. I was able to make that. I drilled that into the. Um, you know how to use a drill? Oh, Yeah. Hi, fat yeah, girl. Right? I mean, I will, my dad definitely helped me, but yes, I do. I do know how to use a, a drill. <laughs> but we were, yeah, we put the rack on top, made it into a rack with the piping, and then put it on the bottom. And like, so we have swimsuits hung on top and on bottom. And then we, That's awesome. I found, uh, I found four racks on Facebook Marketplace for like thirty five dollars. 
Okay, people um, live and die by Facebook. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, that's literally how I like outfitted the store and then like went that's to Home Goods. That's crazy. Um, and it kind of worked in your favor. I feel like that's the metal pipes, like the, the exposed metal pipes. It's kind of like that industrial yeah. feel that is sort of in too. So yeah. it, it works. It worked. I spray painted them black, so everything's like very like, nice. It's a clean look. And then uh and then I had photos printed, um, like the guy who prints my dad's plans. <laughs> I was like, can you print photos? And he's like, yeah, we got huge printers. And I was like, can you print these? <laughs> Printed these like photos on this like foam board for me, put them in the store and like got a TV on the wall, put together a video. I used footage from my bachelorette trip that one of the gifts to my girls for coming on my bachelorette trip was I gave them all a suit and then I hired a photographer and a videographer. <gasps> Fine. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Because like obviously all my, my friends are all like different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So it was like also a great way to show like Everyone can wear these suits yeah. and stuff. So like, it's like a fun activity with your friends, but it's also yeah, a good marketing. Opportunity. It was like I I turned my bachelorette trip into work. Hey, <laughs> it's like such a me, such a me thing to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was great. So I was able to yeah get the store ready in in, in seven days. Kudos it was crazy. to you. So now fast forward to this season. Yeah. you're in the same place. Same place. And all your renovations have stayed intact, or did you have to do more? I, I did not have to do anything in Mashby. Awesome. Everything worked. Everything stayed there. I ended up just leaving, like, because no one else wanted to like lease the space, mm -hmm. so like they let me just stay there. Amazing <laughs> winter, which, See, which was really nice. Good thing you asked, because yes. it would have just been sitting pretty exactly. if you had it. You did them a favor. Yeah. Okay, so now the second location, you're gonna have two this year. Yes. So the second location was one that I could actually like fully customize myself. We bought a. It was like a lawyer's office. It's like this standalone building oh in Falmouth that was like this really rundown office building, just a single single story building. And it's funny because my husband like doesn't have the more creative brain where like he can like walk in something and see like kind of see the end game of it. Yeah, big he, finance guy. Yeah, he walked in and was like whoa he was like this is horrible he was like how are you gonna turn this into a store I was like just wait I was like give me a few months Aww. and then he came in a few weeks ago and he was like oh my gosh this is incredible like so we tore proud hubby moment yeah I'm sure tore down all the walls in the middle opened it all up painted everything hardwood floors mm. put in cute wallpaper like it's gonna be very like tropical and beachy which I'm excited Hi. about yeah I have all this like tropical themed wallpaper in there and then all of like the fixtures and the hanging racks, everything's gonna be like gold. It's gonna be like very, very Gorge. trendy and cute. It's gonna be a very cute, like Instagrammable spot, which I'm excited about. I <laughs> cannot wait to stop in and see it. So yeah. tell us, Mashpee's already open for this season? Yes, yeah, so Mashpee opened last weekend for Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> that was the first weekend opened. And then we'll do weekends through like June, like 17th, like that weekend. And mm -hmm. then starting that week, we'll, we'll open full time. Okay. Um, so just, yeah, the next two weekends will just be weekends and close during the week because it's like okay. still a little calm. And what hours? It's uh, 10 to 6. Okay. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're open. Okay. But then, yeah, starting the week of June 17th, we'll be open seven days a week. Awesome. And then that weekend, that is when the Falmouth store will hopefully open too. Awesome. So. And then the, that will also be yep. the same hours. Yeah, it'll be the same hours. Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot to juggle for you. Yeah. But also another layer to this is you can't do all of that alone. You can't yeah. be in two places at once. So have you had to hire employees for a first time? Yeah. So last summer was my first summer hiring mm -hmm. employees for, for the store. And it was funny. Like I, I 
put a post out on Instagram and, you know, got a, got a little bit of traction with it, but not much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shoot. I was like, I literally, I have seven days. Cause I, this is also when I only had seven days to hire employees. I'm so sorry, but you have said that I have seven days. I know. And I keep thinking of the ring when it's like, you have seven oh. days. <laughs> I hate that that is where my mind's going, but multiple times That's I'm like, so I need to get like Samara out of my head. I've never know? seen that movie. Oh, don't, I can't watch scary don't movies. Don't recommend it. I don't can't watch it. Okay. 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 Um, Okay, maybe I won't say that. Say so you had a week. So I, <laughs> I had a week. Okay, because she's like creeping in my okay. mind. <laughs> okay, I had one week to hire employees Thank you. Thank and build you. out a whole store. And so I was like, shoot. Like, and it was also like during COVID when like no one was working and it was mm-hmm. impossible to hire. So I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what am I going to do? I, I'm like, am I going to have to be at the store seven days a week, all day, every day? Yeah. I was like, how am I going to do this? And so I was like, why don't I make a TikTok? And so I ended up making a TikTok. It like went like semi-viral mm-hmm. and it went viral on Cape Cod, targeted all the right people. Wow. I literally got like hundreds of emails. It was insane. And I got to interview people and pick who I wanted. And I had an awesome group of girls last year. That's unheard of it was, And I did, have that many responses. I did the same thing this year and the same, same thing. Yeah. I said I was hiring, didn't get much traction on Instagram, said I was hiring, made a TikTok video and I got so much response. What a crazy it's insane. thing to process. Like, generally speaking, have you always noticed a difference in engagement on TikTok versus Instagram? Or did those posts just kind of get lucky? I think it's because on TikTok, you can just really hyper target certain mm-hmm. places. So, like, I put all the right, like, Cape Cod hashtags and, yeah. you know, I really, I just think you can target way better. And I think it's much more of like a shareable platform mm-hmm. where, you know, someone sees a video and they're like, oh, like I, my friend just said she was looking for a job. Like, let me send this to her. And like mm-hmm. also be able to see like video content of the store and of me. Like it's almost like a little less like intimidating. Yeah. Um, Cause like, I'm so many of the girls who like I've hired they've like it which it's so cute but like they've said they've like seen my videos and they were like you just seem like such a sweet person and like a nice person to work for and I'm like oh like that's so nice so it's funny because I actually wanted to segue into this so this is like the perfect opportunity but it is funny I actually saw you first on TikTok. And then I had seen you on Instagram. I saw you were friends with Ash. Ash, we love you. I'm sure she'll listen. So we miss you. We love you. But I was like, oh, okay. Like, like this girl seems like so cute. And, but like, it was the, it was the TikTok stuff because it just adds this extra layer of authenticity. And I think that there is unfortunately this little bit of a stigma sometimes when it comes to influencing on Instagram, how much of it is real, how much of it are you getting paid for? And also, what are you hiding? How much editing was done? Mm-hmm. Is that dress that fits you so perfectly pinned in the back? Like, sure. you know, are you only saying this because you're getting paid? Where on TikTok, you get a little bit more of a 360 lens. You know, like I can see you in the flesh. There's clearly no like face tuning. There's no yeah. editing. You know, you do a little 360, but then also like little things. It's like you get the little background of their home or their pet or their style of interior design. Their husband, when you have him like pop in every once in a while and I think that's when you really grow the like loyalty to that person and like that connection that bond to that person because I can you can really suss out on TikTok versus Instagram like who's real and who's not who can I trust who can I not you know so it's crazy I think that people are having a lot better success with that there but also what I find interesting is that 
actually when I when when Ash was on, like she has like I think at the time she had like 50 or 60,000 followers on TikTok and she was super honest about like, hey, I'm not actually making a ton of money on TikTok yet. Like I'm not quite there yet. So it doesn't, like the follower count doesn't necessarily equate to Instagram because 50,000 followers on Instagram, for sure you're getting brand deals. So, but TikTok maybe not yet, right? So that's also something that I'm like, what's going on there? Yeah, I, well, so... I've, I've talked with so many people about this recently about like making money on social media yeah. and stuff. I really don't think the follower count, well on TikTok, I think it's so different. Like followers mm -hmm. on TikTok doesn't really mean anything because your videos go out to like different people any, right. every time, you right. know? You could have 100,000 followers, but you could have one video get 200 views and you could have another video get 2 million views. Very true. You know, it's so different. But I think content wise, like it all depends on like if you're making monetizable content, mm -hmm. you know, because someone could have a million followers on TikTok and they could make z like zero dollars. Yeah. And someone could have 10,000 followers on TikTok and they could make six figures a month. Right. Like it's so nice. it's very it's crazy. Like and there's way more money in TikTok, I think, than Instagram. Oh, for like sure. I I like I been saying like I think TikTok changed my life like it's insane yes it's I know absolutely insane. you had mentioned that in your birthday post um I don't know if you ever watch her videos but Jenna Palak oh I love her I love her yeah. and I feel like she also keeps things so yeah. real and she talks about like what she charges and when she knows she can charge more and yeah I loved the other day too she um posted something that was about a little pop-up event that she was doing I saw that yeah. and people were like oh you're just getting paid for this and she was like yeah you want to see how much I'm getting paid for it and she yeah. broke down the cost of all of the decorations the renting of the space so having a planner she lost like $1,600 from doing this she paid yeah. or I shouldn't say lost but she paid $1,600 out of her own pocket she's like I'm not the ticket sales that people are purchasing are going towards the majority of the cost but I'm still dishing out the rest yeah and so it was just really cool to kind of see like what's going on behind the scenes and then also like another layer like I said of the 360 lens and being like wow she's a real human being who's doing this at the kindness of her heart and she's gonna get more of a following because of that because yeah. people want to stand behind someone who's like just doing something they love doing something they're passionate about and like also trying to do something for the greater good one of the things that you have done for the greater good aka me is <laughs> I didn't I don't recall if like the first couple TikToks of yours that I saw was necessarily your label and your line, but you are the queen of Amazon like <laughs> hauls. Like you know where what to buy and what fits you well. How on earth do you do it? Because you have changed my life not <laughs> knowing that there is so many products I can just purchase online from Amazon instead yeah. of like the you know normal brands. I know. I feel like I kind of just like fell into that. I, I think that was like when I was starting like TikTok and trying to figure out like what I should be posting. Like I kind of just like threw a bunch of different type of content out mm -hmm. there, and it was like my hauls that really started to hit. I was like, okay, clearly people like this. Like I'm just going to post more of this, and it was the Amazon stuff that people loved. And mm -hmm. I think it's because Amazon is so hard to find good stuff and oh to God. find like cute clothes. You know, like it's very. It's hard to search on. It's hard to know if things are going to, like, be cute or not. And even just, like, looking at their views, like, that's sometimes not fully helpful. So mm -hmm. I think, like, having someone like me or other 
influencers that post Amazon hauls, like being able to see it on an actual person and seeing it in video is yeah. so helpful for people. No, truly life changing. Because yeah. <laughs> Amazon is great, don't get me wrong. But like, if you know exactly what you're looking for, if I can yes. type in the product or the color or whatever, like you can find it, it will pop up. Yeah. But if I'm just like, cute summer tops or like a wedding guest yeah. dress, yeah. I you get... I, it's like all of a sudden, you know, a spandex two-piece suit yeah. comes up. And I'm yeah. like, okay, this isn't really, not, like, easy. Yeah. So when you're saying, you know, here's three dresses that I ordered. And I love that people, like, you're honest about it. You know, it's 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 like this color may not be for me. Or, like, I don't know if this is, like, too tight. Like, obviously, it might look good on camera. But yeah. is it... Like, can I really wear this all night long? You know, yeah. like that is the stuff that people actually want to know. Yeah. And yeah, the reviews, sometimes they're great. Sometimes it's just bots. So yeah, it you never is, know. you've changed my life. <laughs> I am so grateful for Aww. you for that. Happy to hear that. I cannot wait to come to one of the stores this summer and check out some of the bathing suits. Anything else like coming up down the line for you outside of what we've already talked about? I mean, I think there's the big things is opening the Falmouth store. Mm -hmm. And that's like having two locations this summer is going to be pretty crazy and very exciting. Huge. So definitely come check them out if you're ever on the Cape. Yes. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I know that you're going to have so much success with it. Um, and I'm so happy for you. And I'm so excited to look at it. I'm grateful that you stopped by today. It was so fun chatting with you. I feel like I could chat with you forever and ever and ever more. I'm, I'm like, like it's not 45 done minutes. Yet. I know. I know. Hurley was like, I think it's time. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fine. Um, but I don't want to stop. So you know what we'll have to do is a part two. Yeah. Maybe in the fall. I love that. And we can kind of talk about like what we've learned, right? Yeah. Like since then, like what hiccups did you have? Did you run into issues? There's a whole other like slew of security and like theft. And do you have to worry oh, yeah. about those sort of things? Or like what issues with foot traffic and how much marketing? So I have a whole other side of questions that I want to ask Perfect. once like you've, you're, you know, fully in it. Yeah. But I think that'd be so fun. And then, you know, we can just hang out. So that would always be good too. Sounds good. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Molly for coming. If you guys are interested and checking her out, it is at Molly J Curly on Instagram. And then you can what's the website for the for the line not just molly j curly um, molly, molly j the label yep molly j the label.com okay perfect yep. and what's your tiktok molly j curly perfect. and then also molly j the label for the brand and then i also started molly j cape cod for the two stores <laughs> so Listen, just search molly j <laughs> and yeah, you'll come find <laughs> I love that you're keeping it really easy for us. Well, okay. That all sounds lovely. Go check them out. Go buy your bathing suits. Do you guys typically like run out of inventory online? Like is there? Yeah. 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 Okay. So make sure before <laughs> summer, as in this week, you go and you buy your bathing suit online or risk your chances at the store because who knows how long she'll have things available. So get in while it's hot and enjoy your summertime in a beautiful bikini where you look stunning and feel confident and can have the best time. And I can't wait to see all the little followers post you themselves in your bathing suit because they feel so good. But I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening and thank you again. Thank you. Bye.